Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Another episode of Get This Shit. My name's Cassie, I'm your host, and I'm joined today by the hostiest with the mostiest, Samuel. Why, hello. (laughs) Welcome to Get This Shit. Oh my god, I was, the face that he was making, like right, I didn't know what was coming out. I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. (laughs) Question. Yeah. How many members? Fuck you, because I had a question for you. <laughs> of a ska band. Oh, okay. Does it take? Okay. To change a light bulb. Oh, I feel like. I feel like I know this one. I don't know. Eight. Uh, at least six. Yeah. One. To take the old light bulb out uh-huh. and one to put the new one in. Uh-huh. But the problem is, is that the one who took the old one out drops it and you need four members to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I knew it. I knew there was a lyric joke. That's hilarious. Well, now you guys have a shitty joke for your day. Ta-da! <laughs> I'm sure so many people know what ska is. <laughs> if you don't, it's your fault. It is. It is. I still stand by the genre, okay? I I mean, you don't stand by ska. You skank to ska. Well, that's true. I mean... So, if you're standing... I didn't say I stood ska. still, but I don't horizontally dance to ska. That would be weird. <laughs> I don't know. It would be horizontal <laughs> running, really. <laughs> I think we call that breakdancing. That's a different form of skanking. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just now get it? Yes. (laughs) We do not skank shame on this show, Samuel. This is a skank safe place. Yeah, I'm aware. Man, that was kind of hard to say with my little lisp. Skank safe place. Ooh, Mm. I got it the first time. Well, you also even did the harder one the first time because you said skank safe place the second time, but the first time you said skank safe space. (laughs) Did I? Yes. I'll have to trust you (laughs) until I go back and, you know, edit. (laughs) Run back that footage. All right. (laughs) Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. (laughs) Well, like we said, welcome back. We're super glad to be back here with you because... Right in your earballs. Right in your earballs. Because uh, it, you, apologies that, uh, you know, canonically, we are uh, kind of a week late. Like, we're just going to adjust our schedule and keep mm-hmm. every other weekend. Hopefully. Um, you know. I'm working with a computer that was reset to factory settings. I don't know if anyone's ever had to make that choice in their life because. Um, it's like cutting the red wire. <laughs> <laughs> I, it really was because I was like, I mean, 
I hope everything backed up the way that it should because, you know, like audio files, if you don't know this, um, because I learned this not too long ago, uh, audio files are really, really big and they take up a lot of what we call a ram. Um, no, it's even bigger. Um, no, it's not. I'm sorry. Uh, video files. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty. You dirty. You're dirty. Uh, hello, William. There's a juggle cat in the bathroom. <laughs> juggle cat in the pod room. Um, I, of course, that's why I put that there. One day I'll learn how to be a real podcaster and not make noise with my microphone. I see some of these fucking clips on YouTube and stuff. Or, or YouTube. Yeah, I'm on there all the time. Yeah. Uh, on TikTok. I mean, I knew you use YouTube, but on TikTok. And like people are grabbing their mics and I'm like, I guess I just don't edit that well and or... We do not have that quality of mic because <laughs> if we were to grab these fucking ancient, uh, yeah, please don't, <laughs> please don't. It's already so. Put your hand, sit on them. If you can't be good, you have to sit on them. I sat on my hands uh, a lot as a child <laughs> because uh, and now you have carpal season. tunnel, and I do, I do. I don't think that those are related, but nah, no, you know. Mm. But yeah, um, so, skirt, factory settings, yeah, brain, <laughs> same, I had to reset my brain to factory settings, uh, it looked up, looks like everything backed up, like, I had to download stuff again, um, because getting a computer, like, just, like, walking into a store and being like, hello, I would like to purchase a computer. And they're like, one million dollars, please. Well, I mean, <laughs> the price is not cool, like, mm-hmm. at all, but... It is also, like, for me, anxiety-inducing because I don't really know that much about computers. Like, I know how to make them go. Um, mm-hmm. I can connect a printer. Um, I Apparently, every fucking job I go to, I turn out to be, like, mini-IT. And I'm just like, God damn it! I Googled <laughs> the YouTubes for the Literally. solutions. Why can't you do I, this? Bro, I got, may have got a little... A little pissy with one of my co-workers because they were like, God, I just don't know how to do it. And Is this I was the like, same co-worker that thought that um, the Bluetooth connection between his computer and keyboard would charge his Bluetooth keyboard? Yes. Sounds about right. Yeah. He was very confused as to why his keyboard was not working. And I was like, well, when did you plug that bitch in? <laughs> he was like, it's Bluetooth. I don't have to plug it in. I was yeah. like... You're like, well, did you okay, at least you change batteries the batteries? Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Go ask your girlfriend about batteries. I'm sure she knows quite a bit. Oh, she's going to find any satisfaction in this life. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm the smartest by any means, but fuck. I know how to do me a Google search. Yup. Um, I, I've gotten to the age, I don't know if anyone else has gotten to the age, where they're like, they've been cut off by their parents uh for like hey mom what should i bake chicken at or something (laughs) we've been cut off like at least myself at 34 (laughs) and almost 35 in a few days my mom looked at me the other day and she goes i don't know cassie ann google it (laughs) 
<laughs> she was like, that's what it's there for. And I was like, because oh. <laughs> you know how many times I've told her to Google it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> listen. I, if you can't stand there and listen to instruction, I'm not giving them to you. So you can Google it and waste your own time. <laughs> this isn't, this is podcast. This isn't therapy. Court. Oh, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Welcome back to Get the Shit. Um, I was having a flashback. <laughs> Therapy's next week. Therapy's next week. <laughs> so, Samuel, what have you been up to since, um, I think, the last time we recorded? It was with Katie, and yep. it was uh, during Z holidays, like the stretch O holidays. Well, uh, I one of the things I've been doing is looking at... Uh, probably one of my favorite christmas gifts that we got and it is from a very foxy couple and fans of the show (laughs) and it is a book called the story behind yeah sub like subtitle the extraordinary history behind ordinary objects and um so when we get busy and don't do research throughout the week uh and a half yeah be prepared to listen to some pages from that book, just like the uh, book of unusual, unusual knowledge. knowledge. So now we have two books yes. to draw from. Uh, so. Thank you so much. It is. Uh, I I love not having to worry <laughs> about stressing myself out and getting something done because like I don't like to bring half big things on the thing but I really like to do this too because it's fun Mm -hmm. and other people have told me you guys have told us that you really like it and it's exactly like how we feel when we listen to many of our podcasts like you're just listening to your friends talk yeah and it's fun and I love that and I'm so glad that we can be that for you Mm -hmm. just the best uh, what other updates do we have? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Your birthday's coming up. Yeah. It's 35. Mm-hmm. You get to join me in the big three fives. So yes. At, and our overlord, Kaylee Don. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She was a pioneer. She, well, age. she's <laughs> never not been a pioneer. She's a very so adventurous and trendsetty person. I mean, the most adventurous person I've ever met. I will say, though, Kaylee Don, I, she is not the kid who used to laugh on the inside not anymore, anymore. <laughs> i and i love i love every version of you mm-hmm. you're just fabulous so love to our overlord <laughs> you gotta keep him happy i know gotta keep him happy <laughs> i heard we might be starting to get per diem i don't know i don't know oh, i don't know oh, we'll find oh. out we'll find out i mean <laughs> you get to talk to her about that i'm not fucking talking about <laughs> I'm shit. Um, I'm trying to think what I don't know if we a, a personal goal. I got a new car. Mm-hmm. I think I may have mentioned that. Mm-hmm. It it just all runs Maybe. together. I don't know. Yeah. But um once again our overlord doth provide. Um I purchased Kaylee's car from her, which is wonderful and lovely and I love it. And it's very nice to I don't know. I'm not as angry anymore uh, driving because uh, if you know me or you've ever heard me speak for more than three seconds, (laughs) you can probably tell I got a little bit of rage 
boiling underneath there. So road rage was one of my favorite ways to engage in that. And I just don't care that much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't care that much anymore. I, uh... I'm not trying to get to work. So. I did, right, yeah. Well, that helps, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I decided long ago that I was not going to give traffic like the significance and like power or just like i'm not gonna you don't deserve the ability to ruin my day yeah i understand i and i uh, respect that and am very jealous (laughs) of that because like my rage is a fire in a sealed room and then someone opens the door like your fire is like a silver flame it may be (laughs) speaking of silver flame that is part of sarah j mass's a court of thorn and roses series i just got another picture today another white woman Mm. white woman instagram picture from one of our friends um fan of the podcast um I got a picture with coffee, and uh, they were reading the first uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. So that is officially three people that I have brought into the cult (laughs) after being brought into the cult by my husband. So Mm -hmm. you're welcome. I resisted it for a hot second, and I was like, (laughs) "Why just bask in the waters of fairy smut?" Listen. I'm Baskin. I'm a basilisk. <laughs> You're Carol Baskins okay. in it. <laughs> I'm Car- Carol Baskins in this fairy spectacular stuff. Jesus fucking Christ. How long ago does Carol Baskins feel? I A different lifetime ago. I know. Because I'm not the same person who listened to that song and has it on her TikTok where I danced well, to yeah. the... Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? The Killed her husband. Whacked, whacked him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, and that was what, 19, 2019? No, 2020. 2020, Jesus. That was prime pandemic times, girl. That was when the pandemic first popped off. That was like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like 10. It, I 100, 3000% agree (laughs) with you. Like, I had to change it. I had to go up. Had to add a zero because yeah. my God, yeah. I completely agree, and I think it, that most everyone else will. As well, well, and I think <laughs> it's also it's just a sign of like there's been just been so much like every day just feels like a fucking slog. Yeah, uh, there have been many days, many days that have turned into weeks, that have turned into hard months, and I it. It can be really hard to keep going. Yeah. Sometimes it just feels like nothing in the world is like collectively is like getting any fucking better. And if anything, it's just getting fucking worse, man. Yeah. It's fucking hard. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's your nihilism week. You poor thing. (laughs) That was me a couple weeks ago. I I had a major depressive episode Mm -hmm. around like right at the tail end of the holidays. Mm -hmm. It was fucking rough, man. It was, yeah. And I remember looking at Sam and I was just like, I just, I'm just I'm so profoundly sad. And, um, but I chose some different 
things than yeah, normal. You sure did. Um, I have been going to the gym still with Samuel, and which it's nice to have a gym buddy. Mm-hmm. I miss the days of Kaylee Don when <laughs> I saw her literally like every day, and then I was like, "You want to come over and record a podcast?" And we spent <laughs> as much time together as you and I did. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <was> Tanner. <laughs> it was really cute. It was so. It was so nice to be able to live close to friends yeah. during like that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm so I made different choices than what I normally do. Trying to, um, what is it? Uh, trench those new neural pathways. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. trying to be a little better because it just sucks. Sucks sucking and being <laughs> fucking. <sighs> You know? Yeah. But if you're, uh, be fucking, uh, yeah. Just let someone know. Let someone know. Yeah. Let someone know because it's we fucking care. rough. You got someone yeah. who cares. I promise you. You may not think it, but you do. You got someone who cares. Yeah. I shout it out to us if yeah if you need to. Yeah. If you need to, we'll you can hey. always email at gtspodcast at gmail dot com. Right. No. Get this shit podcast. Get this, God damn it. At gmail.com. Get this shit podcast at gmail.com. They could do that, Grandpa. Or they could also go to Instagram. Or at you can. DTS in, underscore podcast. That's what <laughs> I was getting DM. to. And shoot us a DM and be like, hey, man, shit's been rough. I just want to tell someone and we'll send you back an encouraging uh, word. Uh, Pat Pat Miller over here will send you snail mail. <laughs> Hey, how fucking fucking special do you feel when you get a handwritten piece of fucking snail mail in the mail? You feel pretty fucking special. Friend of the podcast, Ann Martin, is one of the best postcard senders. Mm -hmm. Um, From the time that she gave it to us, one of the postcards that it was like an old book cover. Mm -hmm. And it was like a superwoman. And just like in general, Superwoman with her titties out is great. Yeah, it stayed on our fridge forever, mm-hmm. forever, forever, forever. I'm pretty sure it's still in storage somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it definitely made it. Um, <coughs> so. Oh yeah. If you guys haven't realized, we've moved. Um, I I think we've alluded to it a couple of times. We're not in the same place that we were, so that's why if things sound differently or you. <laughs> Hear random fucking noises going on. <laughs> we uh, we just live in a new place now. Yep. Um, but speaking of being in a new place, I need to update you a little bit on um the world cruise. Yes. Okay. Oh, bring it to me. Give it to me. So, I've been waiting. She says, "Wait for the podcast," and I'm like, "Okay, fine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. There have been meetings between the different casts of the um, passengers. Right. So, okay, so like first class, middle. Basically. Yeah, uh-huh. So first class is going to be your pinnacle members. Okay. Your pinnacle members are A, the people who like have the uh, like, royal. Yeah, fuck you, fuck card, whatever. whatever yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the people who are on the full nine month cruise. Okay. Uh-huh. They're the pinnacle uh-huh. members. Right. Yeah. And, like, this thing was, like, $130,000. Well, yeah, it's like, nine months. Yeah. Yeah. So, Royal Caribbean, when, you know, they were, people were booking and stuff, and they are like, wow, um, this is so crazy. Um, 
this isn't filling up the way we thought it was going to. A whole cruise ship of people that paying $130,000 per ticket? I don't think so. Yeah, no shit. And like, then there's plus shit. Like, you right, need yeah. $250,000 to go on this thing, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, because like, you got that's a comfortable extra number. spending. Yeah. You got excursions. At ports, at, yes. Yeah. Whatever. So... There's the Pinnacle members. They're you the imagine Kremdilic spending Rem- a half a million dollars on a vacation that took nine months? No. Because I get so bored so quickly. <clears throat> but it's a cruise. You're somewhere different every day. I don't know that that matters. <laughs> but I do think that I could live in uh, like a tiny home now. If that makes <laughs> like I think I could like stomach the like the sleeping arrangements of the cruise ship uh-uh. but uh-uh. i don't i'd get cabin stir crazy like cabin fever I, yeah there we go <laughs> thank you ship fever and just be like well it's been great four months in and be like titanic myself just i'll never let go how did she so she got the door off the hinges and then she jumped over the side with it. Yeah, no, yeah, you, no. She no, had a couple railings. It. Yeah, um, you're hearing it correctly. Now she's just laying on her back on the door, saying this over and over again. This is what I want. It's so <laughs> weird. Okay, she's not making sound anymore, but she is mouthing it. Okay, well, we're gonna. Yeah, we'll leave her a couple more hours, then we'll tow her in. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> Thank you. Let me be, okay? <laughs> so. Um, yes, updates. Pinnacle members, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then you have what um, people are now calling the baby leggers. Oh, so just like for like. If you're not on the full fucking. Oh, so even, like, the, uh, even like a two month stint yeah. is. Oh, you're a baby legger. Oh. Uh-huh. So. Second class bitches yeah pretty much <laughs> so baby leggers um have been claiming to not be treated so well yeah no shit there have been meetings that they've been left out of and things like that so um let me this cruise isn't about you you don't even go here you barely go here <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. No. Oh, oh poor me. Oh poor me. No one's including me in the plans when I'm only here for, you know, 9 weeks. Okay? Try 9 months. Okay? I, right? This Try isn't about me. you. You're lucky we let you come. All right? <laughs> I am a pinnacle member. <laughs> <laughs> okay, share. <laughs> I'm a goddamn pinnacle member. I am a goddamn Oscar winner. winner. Okay, so I am explore the deals. I'm going. I'm to the site. Here we go. Okay, here we go. The um, ultimate America's cruise because mm-hmm. I need to be reminded of exactly. Okay, so we're not gonna. Cool, cool, cool. I love when I click on things. They do not work. And we're That's scrolling. And, and we're scrolling. scrolling. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's so cool. Wow. You're really just. Wheel of Fortune. Call me Vampa White. Vampa White. <laughs> Listen, if I could read a map, like, that would be really helpful. 
<laughs> I'm um, a vampire. <laughs> I love you. A vampire. So then where else are they going? Why are you being like this? So I trying to figure out where the boat is right now or well, I just need a list. <laughs> I, and I had it pulled up, but factory settings and all. Like, mm-hmm. and just, I'm getting, <laughs> just getting used to it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Fucking shit. <laughs> so they started out in Miami, Florida, right? Miami. And then, then they went to the Bahamas, Mexico, Aruba. N- no. <laughs> Um, you should go to Kokomo. Oh, I'm not going to say that one because I don't want to hurt myself or offend anyone. Um, Bonaire and Barbados, mm-hmm. Grenada. Um, the French I can't Grenada. Oh, my, for you. <laughs> They've been to Brazil already. Brazil? Brazil. Brazil. Um, okay, so... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've been through Argentina... They mm. had to forego going to, I believe it's the spoon go? Falk, <laughs> Spork Go, the Falkland Islands oh, uh-huh, in Port uh-huh, Stanley. Uh-huh. Sure. Because they had to head straight for the Drake Passage to get to Antarctica. Gotcha. And if you guys don't know what the Drake passage is go back to school um <laughs> you're so funny it's in the north sea it's where the north sea and well, the arctic mm-hmm. meet and um crazy choppy water waters like yeah. it is yes if you're on north sea tiktok you're definitely on uh so why passage. would they even go there i don't it's the only way to get there, I guess. I don't know, but they're going to Antarctica, so yeah, but like, Antarctica's south. I don't know. They went to Alaska as well, so I, girl, I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> the uh, the itinerary that's on here now mm-hmm. is not what they are doing because they've had to jump a bunch, and gotcha. like they're saying, like they're gonna come back around and all of this. Uh-huh. So it turns out. It's the worst crossing of the Drake Passage that most of these fucking mariners have been on. Like seasoned cruise ship fucking work employees. It's they have like fifty meter waves. Yeah. Yes. Like you, oh my god. Yeah. Why? So the cruise ship is flooding. Well, this is gonna turn into the Donner Party. It, yes, it's ghost ship. It's, That's what's oh gonna my happen. God. It's gonna take a ghost shit. Yeah, so um I they made it to Antarctica. Okay. So um I will update you more. But uh, yeah, so it, things are flooding and um there were a couple of things broken. Yeah. Uh, I believe that they're going to have to dock for a few days mm-hmm. uh when they get to like their destination destination for some repairs mm-hmm. because you know waves be waving. Water yeah. hurts. Well, I mean, water's you ever done what a belly created flop? I was going to say water's what created the Grand Canyon. I don't want to talk about that. The Grand Canyon's scary. 
You haven't even seen it in person. I know. We're gonna at some I, point. Listen, uh, have you take ever? A helicopter tour. Okay, I will do that. But and like, a donkey tour. Okay, Ugh. that's like you like donkeys. I love donkeys, but I also don't like being close to the edge of things. <laughs> like, have you? I, I forget in what context it is but it's this guy who wanted to see the edge of something and like he had to like crawl and like his body was bucking like <laughs> that's survival of, instinct was all kicking of his in hard, uh, fucking lizard brain was like fucking no <laughs> you do not need to see over that edge and like he's like crying whereas that's me. With, with me it's, uh, my brain is like no you do not need to lean over so far no you don't need to jump because it would be funny yes. <laughs> I'm a yeetus this cletus over the wall real quick that's yeah, so I, funny. Yes, it would hurt a lot. That's the reason why not to do it. <laughs> That's why we're going to keep all 10 toes on the ground. Yep. <sighs> all right. Well, that's the big update that I have for okay, you. So they have gone through the Drake passage. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And ship's oh, a little banged up. Uh, and there was, I'm sure, they, a they, lot of vomit to clean up because yeah. there is not enough oh, Dramamine dude. in the world. There, they <laughs> basically, they shut down a couple of levels mm-hmm. and they removed like tables and chairs from like the sitting areas and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And like, of course, the decks are locked down. Like, you cannot go out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm sure that someone still tried, but I haven't been across that part. Um, uh, also there people were putting just little montages of what it looked like, like before Drake passage and then Mm -hmm. during it, Nice. there were seasickness bags literally everywhere, just (laughs) hanging on anything that they could banisters. They're on the ground. I don't know. I think they, what they should have done invested in puppy pads. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and sawdust. <laughs> like that like you said, that's a lot of vomit to clean up. Oh, and they have coffee. Well, oh, they ran out of wine? I don't what? know if I told you that. Oh no. Like, yeah, man, like two months in, ran oh, out of how wine. How dare you? How dare mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm sure they've had they've stocked up already. Girl, oh, you better keep my if ass drunk going through the Drake Passage. If I'm gonna be vomiting anyways, I'm gonna be vomiting up booze. <laughs> and I'm pouring vodka and water together. Like I'm not doing anything else. We're just we're gonna be drunk. Mm-hmm. Because I smuggling elevation onto a nine month cruise is probably not the greatest idea. I'm mm. jealous of people who edibles work for. So yeah, jealous. Yeah. So jealous. <laughs> but that's that's the tea that I've got for you. The cruise tea. You got any other shit for us? Um, no. No, you just okay. No, basement of yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot to pull up the other thing to look at it because, like I said, it's been you know a week, and now we have. I'm sure everyone's experiencing crazy weather across the country. I'm going first. Okay. You said you didn't have any shit. No, that's not. What? I said, do you have any other shit for us? Oh, I thought you meant like update shit. 
Fuck yeah. you. Yes, I have shit. I was up until like twelve thirty last night. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. I have uh, made good on something that I said a few weeks ago. Wow. Um, so when I brought you the big ass machinery, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I am going to do research on how we used to did this kind of stuff, like dig tunnels, trenches, the rock bit eater mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Well, get this shit. I'm ready. Turns out, they were all done pretty much the same fucking way. Like exactly how you think it was done. Okay. Okay. But I have some interesting stories about tunnels for you. Okay. Okay. Sure. So uh, some brief history of tunnels. The first recorded tunnels were excavated by Neanderthals in 40,000 BC. Nice. Did you write it out or is it no. a straight number? Straight numbers. Nice. Thank You're you. doing it. You're Thank doing you. it. Um, it's in what is considered the oldest mine ever to be dug that is currently, you know, it's not been found it again. You're so funny. Um, this is located in Swaziland. Oh, okay. Um, which is in Africa. Mm -hmm. I do not believe that Swaziland is their current name. No. So, um, I tried to figure out what that current name was. And nobody agreed on all of the different sources that I used. <laughs> so I uh, just wanted to let you guys know. I do know that they're I, progress over there and they're doing stuff. Uh, so I just wanted you to know. I know that you changed your name. And I, I'm sorry to misidentify you, Swaziland. Country formerly known as Swaziland. <laughs> um, next in... Uh, 2200 bc okay which i also had to like clarify with samuel once again ad and bc and like how does that work and how's the timeline go Mm -hmm. (laughs) but babylonians use tunnels extensively for irrigation wouldn't make sense yeah right because like one of the seven wonders of the world was the babylonian hanging gardens and Mm. you need to water those gardens you got to you got to i saw an ai rendering of what the hanging gardens used to look like Mm -hmm. and i was like we fuck up everything (laughs) it was beautiful beautiful um ancient egyptians developed copper saws and hollow reed drills and they used those to help excavate temple rooms in rock cliffs fun yeah um extremely similar big ass holes as a solid rock have also been found dating back to ancient times in ethiopia and india mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah so- there are ancient like temples in india with like not only just like carved into rock faces but also have like sanskrit like uh writings wow. carved into the walls and stuff yeah it's pretty cool that's really cool see that's old the kind people of stuff. are cool not like yeah people who are still living but like yeah yeah, yeah. like back in the day <laughs> i when i'm saying back in the day it could be last wednesday or 40 40,000 bc <laughs> Back in one of those days. Uh-huh. Uh, the ancient Greeks and Romans also used tunnels to drain marshes for mm-hmm. aqueducts. Yes. Possibly the largest such construction from ancient times is the 
I was very confident in myself because I did not give myself any type of phonetics, phoneticals. Um, <laughs> Pasilipo, Pasilipo Tunnel, mm-hmm. uh, built between Naples and oh, Pazuli, P O Z Z U O L I. Sure. <laughs> in 36 bc so we're getting closer to our time all yes. right 36 bc is closer to the iphone than 40,000. a <laughs> little bit it's um, just <laughs> this tunnel measured uh 4,800 feet and it was 30 feet tall and 25 feet across nice that's yeah yeah, a, yeah it's a significant size tunnel that's a big ass tunnel guess how it was dug by hand you got it I mean, I assume they had tools, but it was manual labor that achieved the feat. Yes, 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 exactly. Uh, so, turning of the centuries, gunpowder was then uh, uh, used to help blast tunnels, mm-hmm. um, especially in France. Hmm. And they have a lot of like really rocky terrain over there. Yeah. So, harder to, to dig by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sweet God. See, one day, one day I'll learn how to podcast real good. <laughs> Cassie jostled her equipment. Everything. <laughs> Thank God the coffee cup's empty. Uh, after gunpowder, um, our boy Nobel invented dynamite yep. in mid-19th century. Pardon me. Um, alongside the development of drills powered by steam and compressed air. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in the 18... Well, no. 1800s is the 19th century. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's correct. Doing so, great. Thank You're doing you. Great. Wow, it's so so much. And I wanted to make sure that you I You and like chronology kids. are starting to become friends. Who the fuck is that? Who chronology? Mhm. <laughs> Who the fuck is she? <laughs> Any That's Crongelica. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. So, sidebar, Samuel has a bits that he likes to do. I call him games. Uh, one of his favorite bits is, uh, I'll be like, hey, all right, well, uh, just to let you know, I'm on my way home, or I, I'll i be home, uh, whatever, okay? And his favorite thing is to be like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'll send... Uh, my girlfriend Yeah, home. my girlfriend home. And you're like, oh, yeah, what's this one's name? And then my goal is to come up with the best name that'll make Cassie go, ugh. The best worst name. Yeah. And <clears throat> see here. Because uh, I think that other people can agree with me. Like, I, the prospect of your partner cheating, it's shattering and everything. But if you cheat with someone uglier than me, or they have a terrible fucking name, like, I'm going to be extra mad. Yeah. And, like, based on that, like, <laughs> it may not, it may just be me, but. Uh, yeah, so what are some that you've run through? Um, we've gotten the Phyllis, and, yeah. like, we've gotten most of the. Yeah, I would tell Dorothy to get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> You're just mm-hmm. like, ah, Dorothy. Oh, God. But, yeah, then you have to, like, uh, come up with random names like uh, a, a chrysanthemum or uh, yes a very <laughs> random flower yes just any or lilac and then <laughs> gross name I, he just all of them crimothy yeah i was gonna say and then you have to like 
come up with random ones like uh, uh, Crindy or Crindy. like uh, Jasminda. Jasminda. Or- <laughs> yes. I don't think, I feel like those are not made up. Na- Crindy is. Yeah. Jasminda is not a made up name. Like, I'm pretty sure I've met someone named Jasminda. Well, sorry, Jasminda. <laughs> <laughs> For a lot of things. For a lot, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're we're back in the 19th century, okay? Um, inventors, once the compressed air steam was like a thing and they used drills and stuff, inventors also developed shield techniques, like what we talked about with the tunnel boring machines. I was going to use the acronym, but then I was like, oh, where'd they go? <laughs> where where did they go? Where's the M and the B? So the tunnel boring machines where it like just straight like like ran yeah, yeah. through or mm-hmm. it had that shield on the outside that helps hold yes. um, the area that's being excavated. Yeah. So she doesn't fall down on you, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, this type of of shield technique was used to construct the two tunnels that run under the Thames River in London. Mm-hmm. The Thames? Thames. Thames, thank you. I it it's T H A M S and I was like, I don't know that's not how it's pronounced, but the, the Thames. Mm-hmm. Hasn't that one been on fire too? I don't know. I don't know. They put a ton of stuff in there. It's just so bad. Yeah, the River but, Thames is not exactly clean. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. if you live in Indiana, it's kind of like the White River. Oh, <laughs> my God. The Three-Eyed Fish. Do you remember that from when we were kids? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Don't don't eat fish you catch out of the White River. Or well, the Ohio, I would say. But any hoozles. <laughs> so, it also depends the, on like what part of the river as well not in um broad ripple yeah i wouldn't no, do that anywhere near a municipality probably yeah, yeah, not yeah. a great idea no there are probably more lime scooters in that area <laughs> than fish now i mean a lot of the uh, uh fish near indianapolis and the white river could probably be used as thermometers considering how much mercury they have in them i yeah man they'll beat you up <laughs> take your wallet and your lunch money <laughs> Huh? The, those fish, they're aggressive down there. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're aggressive. I mean, I like I can't be the only kid that like fed ducks and fed, you know, fish. Like, hey, go throw bread at the ducks and shit, which is not are. good for them. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, we would throw stuff into like, you know, food, mm-hmm. not just shit, but we throw food in there. One, two, three in there. And, uh, it was like a frenzy, like a mm. piranha mm. frenzy. And I was like, I don't know that I want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay. So they were digging tunnels underneath rivers mm-hmm. um, uh, in London from 1820 to 1865. Mm-hmm. That's a long ass project. Well, it takes time. It do. It do. Especially when, uh, you know, you got a whole ass river above your head. Yeah. That shit freaks me out. So <laughs> I thought that I would uh, tell you guys about. Could you imagine working with your buddies in that tunnel and just like every four or five days, someone has a prank, like has a cup of water behind their buddy and like Mother dribbles a little fucker. bit on top of their head. That's very funny. No. 
<laughs> I've I nope never. It's happening! Shit, it's happening! It's the big Get one, the Martha. Fuck out. Yeah. It's the big one. Grab the canaries. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I thought that I would look up something uh kind of terrifying to me. Okay. Because I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, I'm so sorry, the entire state of New York, but I have no desire to visit you. Like I going to Manhattan or like New York, New York terrifies me. Like I I am too Midwest <laughs> for that. You're too right? soft. I am. I'm too soft. And I demand too many manners. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I am not soft. Uh, or I, I am not as soft. Only in that, like, I can, like, just keep eyes forward and mind my own fucking business for a I longer period than Cassie I don't know what that's Cassie like. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I can go, nope, not and my fucking problem. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, any hoozles. <laughs> so, one of the reasons that I don't have the strongest desire to go to New York is because of the traffic. Mm, and mm-hmm. it just seems like I've been in traffic in LA mm-hmm. and that was enough for me like i was like oh this is terrible like i thought indiana traffic was bad no ma'am i thought 65 was bad no ma'am i've driven in philly it's pretty aggressive gross Uh uh-uh i like so subways are one of the main transportations Mm -hmm. in new york and i was like how'd that get there (laughs) because it wasn't just there you know what i mean was it not so uh i have a quick history of uh uh what people think is the first subway in mm. the U.S. So, uh, New York City's first subway opened back in 1870. And it was a short underground tunnel underneath Broadway that stretched 312 feet or 95 meters. Yeah. Uh, from Warren Street to Murray Street near City Hall. I think I remember hearing something about this on a so like wasn't it basically more of like an attraction than like a means so of transportation? Inventor Alfred Beach, he uh, constructed a subway that was driven by pneumatic power. Huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So an eight foot long car or 2.4 meters would carry up to 18 passengers Mm -hmm. and was blown through a tunnel by a hundred horsepower fan wow okay so yeah that's not the one i was thinking of yeah um 75 kilowatts wow uh, if that's how you like to do your measurement the blower was then reversed to create a partial vacuum and suck the car back through the tunnel that's (laughs) that's funny uh, it was one of the jabberwocky things (laughs) (laughs) that that exact sound (laughs) so um although beach received a charter to extend the line from um, Battery to Columbus Circle, the Panic of 1873, and innovations in electric motors uh, just kind of left the pneumatic subway. In the dust. In the dust. In the wind. In the wind. (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of the episode, In the Wind. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so it did help, uh, Beach's pneumatic subway did help demonstrate that the practicality of doing something like this um going i think they call it like 3d um 
oh, structure, um, architectural. Oh God! Of course, I didn't write it down because I was like, "No, I'll fucking remember that." <laughs> um, it's I, Neil deGrasse Tyson talks about it, like how flying cars are not ever going to be a thing. Like they're not right, going to be a thing yeah. because mm. that's not practical. But in reversing that idea and putting it underground, yeah, you can absolutely make more room and more causeways yeah, tunnels and thoroughfares. And and yes. Stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. So that's kind of the idea behind the subway like let's put it underneath so we can avoid major congestion yeah no i think three-dimensional travel is the what you were looking for yeah, i think because so. it's layered and and adds another dimension yeah yeah, yeah. no well, you're right yeah, yeah. thank you tasted great <laughs> uh <laughs> planning for a rapid transit line in new york started in 1894 um and the uh, person who led this team was William Barclay Parsons. He was the chief engineer of the Rapid Transit Committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, after overcoming numerous legal and financial obstacles <laughs> before construction could start, um, they broke ground in front of City Hall March 24th, 1900. Mm-hmm. The first section of subway was from City Hall to 145th Street, and that was completed October 27th, 1904. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty fast. Pretty fucking quick, right? It wasn't long until the new transportation facility was overrun. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. People were just like, oh, this is super fucking easy. Mm-hmm. Love this. Yeah. There were a lot of people that were not chill about going underground mm-hmm. to travel. Sure. And because, like, we're not, we're still not super far away from, like, the four humors um, of the right. human. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. so, like, medical science has just, like, really, really, yeah, really started think, to, like, uh, advance. I was going to say, yeah, they still think a uterus is going to fall out if a woman runs too hard. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> You can't, you can't run, lady. What do you? Oh, God, I wish I would have, I would have picked up running, if my uterus would have just prolapsed. <laughs> and I could have been <laughs> and you like, just yeeten <laughs> yes! with a pair of scissors. And Absolutely, like, some, I shove some gauze up there. I would have the <laughs> tree trunkiest fucking legs. No, you probably don't get tree trunk legs from running. It's probably more muscle, like building muscle you get lean i don't know i don't fucking run so i wouldn't know the results of running (laughs) tweet us let us know the results of running oh god okay so it wasn't long until they were like "Ooh, fuck we need to make more all right or we need to get this bigger so the first real like trailblazing uh, subway construction technique was a a concrete jack arcs between steel beams and columns that made the subway roof. So, um, a concrete jack arch. So... Oh, okay. It it basically... It reminds me of, like, the buttresses and whatnot on, like, cathedral buildings. Mm -hmm. How, like... It's just like this really strong, almost right angular structure. And then you have beams in between it. Sure. And then they put stuff over top. Yeah. To try to keep, you know, everything 
falling down. So, <laughs> um, so I'm trying. Um, they uh, used reinforced concrete. That was one of the first times that reinforced concrete was used in such like a large oh, cool. amount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reinforcing with like rebar and stuff. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and in my other story, we'll find out with other other stuff too. Um, the yeah, a lot of. Uh, the uh, construction in New York was with shields as well. The uh, while they were creating the tunnel, they would put those mm, uh, mm-hmm. large pieces of metal or yeah. what have you to help keep the form of the tunnel yes. as they go. Right? Sure. So uh, they use cast iron segments mm-hmm. uh, and. Hey, cast iron, real strong. Cast iron, super strong. They used steel, all that kind of good fun stuff. So many of the tall buildings had already been erected in lower and midtown Manhattan. And construction tweed. Right. (laughs) Thanks. Construction methods had to be adapted to protect these buildings that lined the subway route. Because that was a main like a real big concern of people. Uh, They were like, I'd rather my house fucking fall. Yeah. No, thank you. Maintaining street traffic, which included electric surface cars, required elaborate and substantial decking over the subway excavation. Sure. Yeah. So, like, not only do they have, they had to dig down for the subway, they had to go even further because they had to have not only room enough for everything, but then to remove yeah. and excavate that shit properly. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. you got that double thick insulated fucking Stanley going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> so networks of subface infrastructure like sewers, water mains, gas pipes, mm-hmm. electric power lines, telephones and telegraph conduits had to be maintained and rerouted almost weekly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that made people super excited. Uh, great strides were made during that time in the field of electric power. Sure. the One of the largest powerhouses at the time was built next to the West Side Highway between 58th and 59th Street, supplied the electric power that the subways needed. Mm-hmm. Covering an area of three acres... <laughs> This massive powerhouse was designed Mm -hmm. by Beau Arts Style, um, Kim Mead and White, and used a total of 72 boilers to generate the steam necessary to drive 12 6,700 horsepower generators Mm -hmm. or 5,000 kilowatt generators. Wow. That's crazy. They're huge. Yeah. And like, guys... I'm sure I've seen generators like out in the wild, but like looking at like a backup generator, I'm like, man, that thing's pretty big, pretty heavy. But like this, I, yeah. I don't know what that looks like. I'm sure I do, but I don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, electric power, uh, it progressed and considerably uh, turned what, we know as the subway today into what it could be. Mm -hmm. But um, that power plant helped house uh, eight eight substations 
along the way yeah. to maintain the power. Sure. So uh, just so you guys know, they are, there's a whole fucking commission, whole fucking team that maintains New York's subways to this day. Like there yeah. is constant renovation and... Mm-hmm. Uh, constant improvement done which made me feel a little bit better like reading about it because i was like nope like (laughs) i'm not going down there but it makes me feel a little bit better yeah it's not like the bridges across this country yeah no (laughs) the subway is in much better condition than the bridges which i was thinking about doing uh a bridge one Mm, you still can so i have a story about the first subway in america Uh, yes uh so this one's a little bit shorter okay the first subway was actually built in boston massachusetts interesting in 18 in boston in 1897 okay american inventor far off yeah (laughs) no not super far off but boston they're like fuck you we beat them like (laughs) it's a big deal oh i found it is like Wait, people in Boston would ever have a chip on their shoulder? No fucking way. Listen, don't offend our Bostonian listeners. I don't know that we're uh, East Coast <laughs> flavor. You know, who wants to? Howdy there, to everybody oh in Boston. I hope you guys are doing well. I love. We love you, and you're deserving of love. Yeah, no, this sounds like what they're into. What are their sports? Is I don't know. Because I was like, the Philadelphia, no, 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 the Boston Bruins, the Boston Celtics. Oh, uh, (laughs) okay. New England Patriots. I didn't know that the Bruins was like a thing. Like, I didn't know that it was like bears because there's a local team here near us in bumfuck Indiana that is the Bruins. And I just thought it was like, sometimes shit. (laughs) What's a Bruin? Turns out it's a bear. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, 1897, so Boston, Boston. 1897. I'm uh, there. Frank Sprague or Sprue Sprague? I don't know. A new knows how they things over there. Frank, <laughs> he solved this problem. Uh, he uh, he was part of solving the problem for the electric motor oh, uh-huh. uh, in 1886. He installed motors into trolleys in Richmond, Virginia, in 1888. And he was promoted. Years before I was born. There you go. Um, he was promoted by the owner of the West End Railway Company. Okay. Um, and was like, "You electric man, make these things electric." Like it was just like it's <laughs> yeah, electric. Yep. One of the main reasons. Boston was in such dire need to explore more 3D transportation. I put it in my fucking notes down here. There you go. 3D transportation was because the city's population fucking exploded. Yeah, that'll happen. During the 1840s, Boston was the first stop in the New World for thousands of Irish immigrants Mm -hmm. fleeing the potato famine. Yep. Along with a steady stream of other who's starving these potatoes that's Uh, rude god damn it feed (laughs) the potatoes tubers they don't do anything to anybody tubers (laughs) we also had um italians germans eastern europeans Mm -hmm. adding to the numbers and in just 10 years boston's population swelled from 90,000 nope yeah yeah 90,000 that's three zeros after 90 right after wait 90 zero 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 90,000 
Nine zero zero zero. Nine zero. Okay. Three more after that. Oh yes, that's ninety thousand. Ninety thousand. Oh, I see you gave me an eyeball, and then I—that's confidence. That's on me. That's not on you. That's on me. I need to be more confident. <laughs> From ninety thousand, yeah, to a hundred and thirty-five thousand. Gotcha. Just like. Rip! That's an extra forty-five thousand. Yes. That's an extra. So like, however much you have, take half of that. Yep. And then add it like. Yes. Yeah. Another half. I could not imagine our town growing at that rate in 10 years. Like that makes me want to vomit. Mm -hmm. So the plan for the subway was to link the underground subway tracks with the existing street tracks on uh, the West End Street Railway in South and West Boston. That would be interesting. I know. I was like... (laughs) It's a roller coaster, then. Put your hands in the air. Wrong But this would allow the subway to run on the surface streets in the less congested areas of the city where they already had tracks and shit. Sure. And underground in the more congested areas to help reduce the street traffic, right? Yeah. That's the theory. While planning the layout of the Boston subway. So being someone from Indiana, I have a very limited uh idea of Boston and like what the fuck it looks like. So uh-huh. looking at maps, I was like, "Oh, okay. I mean, that is pretty um what's the word that I want? Congested? In- congested. Yeah, it's a subway will help. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Subway will help. Yes. It's very close there. The technical Very term. close. Well, because it's a, a colonial area. So, like, there's so much shit there. Like, there's been mm-hmm. shit there forever. And, like, once you come further west, like, there yeah. was less and less shit that you had to, like, fucking move out of your way if you needed to expand. Yeah, so. just, you know, people. Well, the Boston <laughs> train... The Boston Transit Commission was aware that some of the parts that they wanted to expand to were going to be under the central bearing ground near Boylston Street, which was um, a possible layout for the subway. Mm-hmm. The Boston Transit Committee had to find uh, a way. Uh, basically, they had to see if there were going to be any old bones in the way you of moved their... moved the tombstones, but you didn't move the bodies, did you? <laughs> we had to see if these uh, dead people were going to be in the way for our fast underground train, right? Uh, yeah. So the commission calls Dr. Samuel Green. Mm-hmm. He is a former mayor of Boston and a librarian for the Massachusetts Historical Society. Ooh, Massachusetts is hard to say. Uh, if they were going to run, uh, they had to see if they were going to run into any hazardous m- material mm-hmm. or like if it was like, okay, to touch the bones. Like, is it going to make us sick? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what have you? Because people were up in fucking arms. They were like, no, 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 I'm no. I'm not touching you old know? dead things. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, and then the people around, they were like, hey, number one. Don't put that stuff in our air. Yeah. They were like, you're going to be mixing up dead people stuff in our air, right? So, (laughs) I'm going to read you a few excerpts from Dr. Green's uh, opinion piece, basically. Uh 
He wrote. I bet he's not biased at all when he's being influenced by the Transit Commission. No. A subterranean passenger tunnel under the mall along the southern border of the common would probably disturb the bones of many old Bostonians. But this now cannot be helped. Yeah. No. At You're standing in the way of progress, you fucking plebes. You fucking bones? (laughs) You boneheads? Ah. At the present time, the question is a practical one. If the proposed plan for the subway is to be carried out and the removal of the remains becomes a necessity, all rights in these hidden tombs on the part of their former owners have long since been extinguished. Fuck you! Uh-huh. And no injustice would be done to the living representatives of of their several families by a reburial of the remains. So says you! Yeah. Like, maybe Martha wants to leave fucking Jedediah where he is. Um, he continues... It goes without saying that such action, under the guidance of your board, fucking the commission, Mm -hmm. would be done decently and respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's what the government really likes to do. Yeah. Uh, With that end in view, I would recommend that all such traces of the human body as may be found in these excavations should be carefully gathered up and placed in proper receptacles for their reinterment into the same burying ground or uh, wherever they would like, you know, to relocate their, (laughs) their friends. You're so full of shit. So far as far as is practical (laughs) under existing circumstances, as was shown in the original burial, and as if each bony fragment was now fully identified with the person to whom it formerly belonged to, in regard to your question concerning risk of infection or contagion as a result of the last illness of the decedent, I would say that there would be no danger whatsoever to workmen. The earth is a good disinfectant, and a burial of more than half a century would wipe out and destroy any germs of diseases that might still linger after death. Of Fuck you, no. Number one, bacteria. Uh, yeah. Number two, fungus. <laughs> yeah. Kiss my dick, you son of a bitch. Like you get down here and you fucking make these tunnels and well, fucking see what diseases you opinion. fucking Yeah, you know? whatever. Yeah. He was asked for his opinion as and while his hand was being shook with a twenty in it, <laughs> like saying uh, hey, yeah, don't write something don't write something bad. Like, yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Um so of course dead people are not the only people being fucked over. Right. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god, no way. Well, People with private land were not getting much of a better deal. Of course, uh, some of the locals were swindled and outright stolen from. Uh, some of the properties. Thanks, eminent domain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, for example, some of the properties that you know the commission was buying up included a large block of property um bound to Haymarket Square 
and Canal Street, <laughs> which like I was like, oh, I know both of those. <laughs> so uh, the irony is just like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. delicious. Um, also, uh, a block of land from Canal to Haverhill Streets that was owned by Boston and Maine Railroad mm-hmm. was taken by the city in 1894. But the company was awarded with $7,500,000 in damages. So 750 three more 750,000. What did I say? You said 7,500,000. Wait. Yeah. What'd you say? 750,000. So yours is more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 7,500,000 would be 75 hundred thousands which would be <laughs> seven point five million okay. <laughs> so, so what is it seven hundred and fifty thousand there we go so almost a million dollars yeah three quarters of a million dollars to be exact yes <laughs> so <laughs> you're doing so well you icarus you're doing great <laughs> Shot myself in the foot. Confidence, man. <laughs> so Boston and Maine were given three quarters of a million dollars um, for their land seizure in 1895. Yeah. Um, a but a block of land at Shawmut Avenue, Pleasant Street, Tremont, uh, Warrington, uh, had. All of this consisted of like three separate estates. Yeah. Uh, and they were privately owned. Mm-hmm. They were taken by the city in 1895. And, um, ah, fuck, now I'm scared. Um, the three people who owned the land mm-hmm. were large swaths of land. Uh-huh. I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't feel that bad. Yeah. Um, they were only given um, almost $350,000. Like to divide between uh-huh. them, okay, yeah, but they had more land taken mm-hmm. by the government, yeah, than Boston and Maine, and got a third of the payout, yeah, to split between three up. of them, yes, yeah, which is fucked up. I mean, in 1895, like, not, not cool, yeah, like. Uh, the people who own land probably not super altruistic. Yeah. But still. Considering it's the Gilded Age and they own huge swaths of land in Boston. In Boston. <laughs> All right. Well, since that shit was secured, now it's time to dig, baby. Dig. Sh- drill, baby, drill. Drill, baby, drill. The construction process first called for a large 2,300 pound pile driver hammer. That's what they caught me in prison. And that is. Um, I've got a shirt with it on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it They basically just hammered the ground to loosen the dirt so they could shovel it and carry it away in carts. Cute. <laughs> yep. Uh, engineers combined two different types of construction to build the tunnel. The underground tube style of construction used in London. So, you know, mm-hmm. where they're yeah. inchworming it down sure. the way. Um, in order to keep... I went too far forward. In order to keep Tremont Street open during the day, as required by the Act of 1894, mm-hmm. the commission combined these two techniques to create their own construction technique, which became known as the cut and cover technique. When I post these pictures, 
you're gonna lose your fucking mind okay because there ain't no goddamn way i ever would have trusted this okay so they so hold on hold on hold on so i'm guessing cut and cover technique would be like making a very large trench essentially and then building a structure like a tube like structure and then covering the top of it like refilling in over top you are halfway correct damn this technique uh trenches would be dug Uh in sections of about 10 to 12 feet okay and they were six feet deep okay okay wooden braces would then be placed and installed to prevent the dirt from caving in yeah yes that is very Mm -hmm. very Mm -hmm. very important um they were placed a Cross the top of the trench to create a roof yeah. for bricks mm-hmm. to be laid. Yeah. Workers then continued to dig the trench deeper. Mm-hmm. And once it was deep enough, they would put steel support beams uh, along the sides and along the top and perpendicular to the tracks. Gotcha. Okay. So they. So they. What they would do was dig, then they put boards down, then they put fucking bricks over top of it. Yeah, so it could then be like reopened and be functional yep. while pe- while you were working driving, underneath. Like driving over it, carts and things. Well, but the only thing uh-huh. in between you and that big old hole that they're digging mm-hmm. is slats and bricks. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I don't walk over the sewer grates. I, I was going to say, city. I yeah. So I no 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 no. I do a lot of sketchier shit. You do so, so. much sketchy shit, <laughs> and I'm like, I could have slipped. <laughs> That's like, so, like my biggest. Hazard. Back in the day when like skyscrapers were Fuck being no. built, I can't even look at those pictures. Like, well, I mean, regardless of the pictures, like. It was commonly assumed that, and like, matter of fact, business practice, like it was just cost of doing business that they expected to lose at least one person per floor. What, like daily or like no, in the whole one thing? one person, like if it's a 16-story building. Like oh, there are going st- to be 16 humans worth of blood in this project. Yeah. Ooh. So what you're telling me is it's giant transmutation town. <laughs> Not quite, but oh, it's, uh, it's one of those where like uh, the history of labor in this country has never been one uh, where, yeah, there's very few examples yeah. in which we champion labor at uh, all. Yeah, very few and far between. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Workers... Then, once they, like, got down there, uh, workers then built the walls and floors with concrete reinforced with steel beams and added waterproof grout. Masons and steel workers then constructed the roof of the tunnel by building brick arches between the steel support beams and finished the upper surface with a layer of concrete and soil. Since the Boston tunnels were only 50 feet underground... Yeah. The cut and cover technique was so successful (coughs) that uh, there were very few interruptions to street traffic above. Sure. Technique was uh, 
Well, considering you only have to like dig six feet down and Mm -hmm. then cover it back up, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. So most American subway construction adopted that. Sure. So in April of eighteen, April eighteenth of eighteen ninety five, workers were you know working and they uh, uncovered human remains under Boylston Street, just as Doctor Green suspected they would. Yeah. These rando bones that they found because they did relocate crypts, okay, Okay. and different like catacomby things that they had. Mm -hmm. They did relocate those, but these rando bones, Mm -hmm. they were from an earlier project. From like 75 years ago where they widened the street. Uh-huh. And apparently... They didn't document. Didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So... Whoopsie turtle. <laughs> in between 1850 and 1900, that is when like, um, you know, the Boston in-betweens. Uh, you could find, while you're walking down the street, in that pile of dirt mm-hmm. from the... Uh, subway construction, just bones. Yeah. Just fucking sticking out. Sure. Just bones. Walking down the street and you're like, oh, look at that. Uh, the first way it was found, a medical student was like poking around out there mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, so the yeah. fucking med students, man. They got a hard on for like grave robbing and bone oh, stealing. And yeah. Just- he stepped on something and it gave away with a loud snap. And he was like, oh man, I fucking broke a stick. And when the student... Uh, searched down, scratch away some dirt with his boot, reached down, and uh, it was a human thigh bone. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who doesn't love a good femur? Just a few moments later, another student found a skull mm-hmm. and disjointed parts of two arms and hands and crumbling bits of bones scattered without uh, within the area. Things had um, deteriorated from there. Workers unearthed additional bones and began piling them carelessly against the retaining fence adjacent to the Boylston Street at the southwest entrance to the common. Passerbys watching the construction (laughs) would walk by and literally be like, "Mm," because they saw just piles of bones. Yeah. Just hanging out. Well, I mean, in the late 1800s, you got to think that's the Gilded Age, which we think of all this massive industrialization. And you also think about like these rich billionaires like Carnegie and Rockefeller. Yes, and like yes. But like one of the things why it's called the Gilded Age is one of the reasons called that is because there was such like a huge income disparity between those yes. who had and those who had not. So like there was still like the working class people were not being taken care of. And like, we got to, you know, you got to work on this subway shit and you're digging a hole. Your foreman and your foreman's boss and your foreman's boss's boss doesn't give a flying fuck about these bones. And if you can't do the job with the level of quantity and proficiency that they're looking for, we'll say, fuck you take your fucking pink slip and you'll be replaced. So like, I'm not getting a part of the bone pile. Yeah. I'm not getting paid enough money and I don't have enough like job security to like pause and be like, Hey, let's take care of these bones properly. I'm trying to put food on the fucking table. These bones are fucking a hundred years old. I don't know who the fuck they belong to and I'm not paid enough to care. So (laughs) (laughs) 
pretty much. <laughs> so, um, so that's why I'm not surprised that they were handled carelessly. I don't think it's that people didn't care about the the, the or didn't have respect. It was like I'm I don't have the luxury to pay the respect and handle these things properly if I'm working class yeah. in that period of time. I mean, that's why people participate in fast fashion and mm-hmm. why people support McDonald's and Starbucks. Yeah. We're so far removed from that, you know what I mean? So, um, there were a lot of uh, bone daddies walking around. Bone, bone daddies. daddies. Yeah, during the What's evenings, vandals would enter the unguarded... Uh, um, bone towers uh-huh. uh and they would remove the human remains um th- just stole bones like kids yeah. would go in and steal bones neighbors finally contacted the police and they were like can you like make this stop like there are children <laughs> literally playing with bones outside of my front door like I've sprayed them off the stoop already and they're still here with their bones. Could you imagine Marcus Parks born and raised oh in that time? God. He would have been so happy. He would have been so happy. Uh, undertakers chose a spot where the remains could be buried in a row by themselves without disturbing any of the other graves around them. Sure. Um, and a plaque was placed above the remains that read. <laughs> Random shit we found. <laughs> Time capsule. (laughs) Question to question. Here were interred uh, the remains of persons found under the Boylston Street Mall during the digging of the subway 1895. (laughs) At least it wasn't some old cunt. It could have been many old cunts. A few years later, on March 4th, 1897, another much bigger problem occurred. This is your get-along grave. This is your get-along grave. Get-along grave is the name of the episode. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, uh, March 4th, 1897, at 11.45 a.m., sparks from the wheel of a trolley turning the corner at Tremont Street ignited... A gas leak. Oh. And a set off a large explosion that killed 10 people. Glad you're so proud of this, Boston. Yes, yes. (laughs) And seriously injured 60 and caused uh, an extensive amount of damage to the buildings nearby. Yeah. Weird. Despite the accident, the subway construction hammered ahead. Yeah, weird. And it was completed by the end of the summer. Yeah. A two-way, two-track subway line between Park Street and Tremont Street, and the four-track subway line between um, Boylston Street and Park Street were finished in the summer of 1897 and opened September 1st of that year. Mm -hmm. A four-track triangle-shaped subway line from Pleasant Street to uh, Boylston Street, and another four track subway from a lot of other streets all right there you go all right (laughs) was open september 30th Mm -hmm. of that year so literally 29 days later they were like oh here we go and some more the initial boston subway construction cost taxpayers a total of five million dollars back then that's a lot of money it was a lot of money 
But uh, that is all the information about deep, dark holes that I have for you today. For today. For today. You got a lot of information on some deep, dark holes. I do. I do. I've got a lot of deep, dark holes. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's a... A uh, rabbit trail of holes upon holes there, kiddo. Um, I'm a holy lady. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, you belong in church. Um, <laughs> uh, that's one place I don't belong, but thank you. Well, I think that uh, we've already been talking for a while. And we and have been jabbering. Yeah. I don't... We can get my shit next episode. That sounds great. All right. All right. I didn't realize that I had so much shit about holes, man. <laughs> I The Those spirit the took trees. me. Hilarious. Spirit took me. Yeah. Last night. And I guess I didn't realize how much research I actually did on the New York <laughs> subway. Because <laughs> I was like, that doesn't seem like enough. Because usually I go by word count. And I don't know that I looked at word count. So. Mm. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I guess it's time for Get That Shit. Yeah, Get That Shit. Yeah, so we did take a break during the the Mm -hmm. holodoodles, just because, you know, consumerism kind of is crushing at that time of year. Yeah. To be honest, if, speaking from my own personal experience, um, I do have something super cool for you today well i think it's super cool what you got um forget that shit this week i have a candle (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry should we just rename the sec uh, segment get that candle get that candle (laughs) i mean yeah listen i told you what i had so you could have provided another one but this now you're letting them peek behind the veil a little bit a little bit this is a surprise to me oh it was it okay my bad i'm sorry i'm sorry yes and yes and um this week this candle comes from one of my favorite well it's inspired and like they work together Mm -hmm. um but one of my favorite TikTokers, and I'm going to say that this is Sam's fault because when I met Sam, I did not like men. Um, and Sam has just only swayed my opinion. So now I find myself having crushes on menular folk and I'm like, gross. But I do. You're like so, Louise when she discovered boys oh, for now. My God. It's so very similar. <laughs> I'm like, I want to slap his face. <laughs> I, I wait, this isn't therapy. Never mind. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so uh this week I have a candle uh that is from I a collaboration with one of my favorite TikTokers, and his name is Thorn Bradley. He's the wood chopping guy. Yeah. If you haven't seen him, um, or Thor, I, he does go by Thor. Um, he has a candle out, and I got it for Sam because Sam is a, a fucking beacon of <laughs> non toxic masculinity. <laughs> That's the name of the candle. Uh, if you don't know who Thor Bradley is, uh, take a look. Like uh, Bradley dot Thor on Instagram. In. I think drink it in. Yeah, just <laughs> look, look up wood chopping guy on yeah. any of the socials, and you will find him. He is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He is 
fine as fuck and he's so strong like I am very as someone who is not strong and who is physically um gets hurtful a lot um (laughs) for no reason like sleep hurts me sometimes so I find displays of human strength absolutely fascinating and I if I swing a fucking what is that called an axe I was like a lumberjack stick (laughs) that's what I was gonna call it (laughs) if I swung an axe like that (laughs) and made contact with something I'd be in bed for three days like my spine would be like the fuck are you doing kiddo I just no ma'am so non-toxic masculinity the scent is sandalwood uh vetiver bergamot and tonka i must say it smells pretty good it's one of the best smelling candles that it's pretty good, it's pretty good. and they also have a room spray mm-hmm. and the room spray is very nice mm-hmm. i enjoy it um i don't know if anyone else does this with room sprays but we have a fan we're fan people and if we don't have uh, ceiling, ceiling fan. fan we have to have uh, an oscillating fan i like to spray room sprays like a couple squirts on uh, the fan blades i let it dry because if you turn it on right away you're gonna fucking mist yourself okay you're biological like war weaponing yourself okay so um you can go to Hazel Candle Co. And that's on uh, the Instagrams uh, and also on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Hazel Candle is Co. On, is it in the TikTok shop? It's in the TikTok shop. It is. I was going to try not to mention that um, <laughs> because I, I did buy it from TikTok shop. So now they have my information. They know where I live. Oh, no. So they I, would yeah, never. They, they didn't already know. Right. I don't have a squawk box in my fucking hand right now. But. <laughs> Let's take a look and let me double check. The uh, combo for the candle and room spray at this moment is, okay, I'm going to add it to cart. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> this says $46, and that is not what I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I paid like 30 bucks for both of them. Uh, but the candles... Uh, if you're looking for just a candle, they run between 14 and uh, $26, depending on the size and whatnot. But um, this company, I had their about open and then I closed it. I'm so dumb. <laughs> um, they are Hazel Candle Co. is a small batch soy candle company that is inspired by nature. We believe in the quality of all things handmade, which is why our candles are individually hand poured with the utmost attention to detail and care. Each scent is meticulously crafted to smell real, uh, to smell natural and real. Um, They are made with 100% natural soy wax and made right here in the US of A. There are... Absolutely no artificial additives, dyes, or harmful chemicals. And our candles are even considered vegan. So if you want to taste it, go for it. Because they do have one that's called Morning Brew. Uh, We also have California Pine, Driftwood, Lavender Fields, Pacific Breeze, 
rainwater, mm-hmm. and campfire. Right. I'd probably eat that candle. The That's campfire what she said. candle? Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it. I love it. They also have um, wax cubes, and they have a wax melter. Fun. And all that good fun stuff. Oh, they also have oil diffusers. Cool. So head on over to Hazel Candle Co. And I head on over to Thor Bradley's page, too. I might as well, because whether you like strong men or feats of strength or strong men, you're really going to enjoy everything. Uh, he is a personal trainer. He has multiple degrees and that kind of stuff. Um, he does a lot of inspirational uh, talks and whatnot. And he's a uh, you're enough type of person like you're enough and quit fucking letting other people tell you that you're not so if you uh need something sweet to smell or something savory to smell head on over (laughs) to hazel candle co and buy yourself some goddamn candles okay you need to samuel head head over to hazel candle co i i will i just need directions oh my god i hate <laughs> well, I'll that's head all. over there as soon as I know where it's at. I love you. That's all I got, Tot. Okay. What about you? That's all I got. That's all you got. At least Scott? till next episode. Oh yeah, we'll dig into your shit next episode. Sweet. I can't believe that. I fucking that. talked about my holes all day today. <laughs> it's crazy. Sorry, guys. No less hole talk next week. Okay. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Holy episodes with GTS. There you go. Well, thanks for listening. You're our favorites. Um, oh, I did want to give a shout out to uh, Marissa, one of our OG listeners, been with us from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I went and visited her and got my hair done. And Sam's doing my color this weekend. So I'll be posting that and everything. But uh, thanks, Marissa, for all literally recommending us to fucking everyone you come in contact with she was pimping out the podcast as i'm in the chair and she's like oh yeah they talk about this and that because like i have the worst representation of like they're like oh what's your podcast about and i was like well i did at water towers one time i think it's so interesting and people are like okay and i'm like uh ice i talk about ice what <laughs> feels so terrible i'm like do you like dolly parton and they're like yeah and i'm like oh, i got an episode for you i did a brief history of condoms <laughs> I, yep yep sam uh, sam always comes up with really good examples but i didn't have to worry about that this time because marissa was there pimping us out and i appreciate you so thank you so much love from the gts family <laughs> for the rest of you have some love too <laughs> to you as well pimp us out let your friends know who you're listening to. Let let your friends know who's in your earballs. You yeah. know? So while you're um buying candles candle, and pimping out our podcast. And pimping out our podcast, make sure <laughs> that you're telling people where they can listen to us. All right. And that's gonna be on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the like. Apparently Google Podcast is being folded in with something. YouTube I don't music. No. That's terrible. 
Well, we're going to have to get that YouTube channel. <laughs> Make sure that you have everyone stop by and you yourself stop by so you can see those terrifying subway pictures uh, at Instagram at GTS underscore podcast. Make sure while you're there, you like, follow, subscribe so we can continue to grow our ship. Check out our link tree for our episode resources, website, and our get that shit. Give us a holler if you have any small business ideas that you want us to hype and any small business ideas. If you have any small businesses that you want us to hype or ideas for homework that you don't want to do, send that over. I mean, if you want to send over a small business proposal as well, you can do that. We'll tell you it's probably stupid or something. Listen, (laughs) I've looked at many many resumes so i feel like a small business plan is kind of just like a, a big yeah, ass resume sure. so send it over i'll take a look at it <laughs> i i'll say seven to ten business days you'll get a reply all right so make sure you send all that shit to what samuel get this shit podcast at gmail.com <laughs> make sure you uh send that shit over there all right well samuel that's all i have that's all i got all right cool well you guys be good to yourselves be good to one another um love and light it on fire wait 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 hold on one more thing what oh no i just wanted to add to the midwestern goodbye uh- <laughs> oh we gotta go <laughs> love you guys bye bye wait